If you're a Raptors fan, you have to be deliriously excited about this. If you're a Raptors broadcaster like the great Jack Armstrong, you have to be deliriously excited with how much you're going to get to watch Kawhi Leonard. Jack Armstrong joins us on the phone. Your your first thoughts when you heard this deal is is done. DT, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing. Oh, I'm uh, I'm 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 starting the lineup to kiss Masai Ujiri when he gets back to this <laughs> continent because I love this news. Well, it, you know, it, it's obviously uh, uh, one deal that obviously kind of like uh, what Sam Presti did in Oklahoma City last year, trading for Paul George as a one-year rental. It's a risk versus reward, and I think uh, obviously the risk is the signability issue and the health issue. The reward is, uh, in my opinion, you're getting the best player in the trade. I mean, if he's able to give you 75 games, uh, I think he's the best player in the trade. So, you, you, you know, that, from that, you, you, you look at it and you just say, you know what, you feel like you've got to do something. I, I don't think it would be a wise thing to show up in Vancouver in late September for training camp and have the same roster. I mean, you fired a, the coach who uh, won you 59 games, first seed, uh, selected two different times for the coach of the year last year, and you got to use a lot of political capital to make that decision uh, with your ownership group. And to go into camp with the same roster and just basically changing the, the coach with the top assistant I think is something that uh, you need to change the narrative a little bit. And to me, with LeBron going west, uh, you need to send a firm message in your own conference to teams like Boston and Philadelphia and Miami and Milwaukee and Indiana and others that the, the Raptors are playing for keeps. And I think this move is bold. Uh, there's another word I could use with another B. Uh, I'm not sure if I could use it on the radio, but, I mean, it, it's a – it's that kind of move. But I think when you're trying to win at all, you've got to do things like this. And I think when you look at the Leafs signing John Tavares, there's a lot of cup discussion now, but a lot of discussion about going deep into the spring. And I think for the Raptors, that's what you're in business for. You've had a great five-year run. And Masai Ujiri is firmly telling people uh, that they're going to go for it. And, you know, it might be a short-term thing. It might be a long-term thing. But I admire it. It's bold. The the, the B word you were going for was ballsy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Ballsy. But I don't know if I'm allowed to use that uh, or not. I figured, I figured I would wait for you so we could capture your soundbite, <laughs> and then I would throw out the ballsy okay. for you. there you go. Hey, because when you go back, and uh, you've, you've been watching the NBA for, for, quite a, for a long time, go back to 1980 through today, and try to find a team that, that did not have a top-five player in the NBA and won a title. And if there's anybody that's not the 4 Pistons, every other team had elite, elite players. So I don't, know, I don't know if that's causation or it's just, you know, it's great to have them. But guys like Kawhi do not come available often. And that the Raptors were able to get him is, is incredible. Well, uh, you, you look at resume... And DeMar DeRozan's had a fabulous career with the Raptors. And the Raptors have had their best run the last five years. And I, I respect and admire and, and appreciate all that he's done. You look at the resume of a Kawhi Leonard, he's won a championship, he's got a ring on his finger, and he was the finals MVP. So I think when you look at uh, the, the, the pedigree 
And again, you know, health is an issue. We'll see how that all shakes out. I'm sure they've done the extensive homework on it. But if he's able to give you 75 games and play in the spring, uh, I feel like you've you got to try to do something different to get yourself over the hump. And with LeBron moving to the Western Conference, you're getting a guy that's an outstanding two-way player uh, that can really help your team. And, you know, you give up Jakob Pertl, who's a fine young player and a protected pick, which, again, the fact that it's protected is a good thing. Uh, to me, I think it's a move that you had to make. And you also get a Danny Green who, you know, with the way the game's being played right now, he's another guy that can shoot the ball. Uh, so you improve your perimeter look. And quite frankly, uh, you know, the way it's being played, you, you give up a young big who's a good young player. But I think you get the best of the two top players. And I think the, the style of play you want to play, I think, fits more with Leonard and Green than it would with DeRozan and Pirtle. Are you surprised that OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, uh, did not have to be included in this trade? Are you surprised with, 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 with what the Raptors had to give up for such a good player? No, uh, because uh, I, I think every day the clock ticked, it helped Toronto. It also helped a Boston or Philly or whoever else wanted to jump in on the deal because San Antonio's boxed in. And, you know, you look at the deal that Indiana did last year, uh, I thought they did a really good deal. And you look at where they're at right now and, and based upon their moves this summer, Indiana's going to be a really good team next year. And, uh, you know, I think they, they were boxed in by Paul George. Oklahoma City swung for the fences, and it worked out for them. I mean, all the quote-unquote experts said that Paul George was going to L.A. Well, he's in Oklahoma City because money talks. And to me, you know, there's a lot of discussion about who exactly is Kawhi Leonard listening to and all that. But let me tell you something. Next, next summer when they all look at each other, Kawhi Leonard and his people, and there's an extra, quote-unquote, theoretically $50 million on the table right there, and you're an agent getting 4% of that $50 million, uh, and now you're saying, well, the Lakers want me or the Clippers want me. Good for them, but there's an extra $50 million sitting on the table for everybody. Uh, that's a lot. And to me, I, I think the Raptors are willing to take the risk and say their organizational setup is really good. Uh, and this is a tremendous market, and it's the third largest market in pro sports. And with all due respect to L.A., uh, it's L.A., and they're the second largest market. But Toronto's a big-time market where every game's on national TV. And, you know, I think it's a bigger deal here uh, in terms of, the quest for an opportunity to get to the finals, mm. which has already been accomplished in L.A. many, many times. Jack, Ra Jack Armstrong, our Raptors analyst with us. Five-year, $190 million, just to fill in Jack's numbers, the Raptors could offer him after this season. Any team acquiring him or picking up as a free agent could offer him four years and $141 million. So, I mean, he would sign after that, presumably, but that's $50 million in real money on the first contract you get in free agency. That's... 
That's a real that's a real deal. Jack, this is my theory about why Kawhi apparently today has said he does not want to go to Toronto. I think Toronto is perfect for him. Well, but... no, has he been quoted as saying that oh. or someone else has said it? Have you ever heard, have you even heard the guy's voice in your lifetime? Well, that's my point. Yeah. I, I think the fact that people are saying that, uh, I don't necessarily buy that. I, I you know, I, I Paul George again, I, I I just think that Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster are really smart guys, as are R.C. Buford and, and, and Coach Popovich. And I think these are uh, guys with integrity and do their due diligence, and they know what's going on on the other side of the table. So the San Antonio guys kind of knew what they wanted to extract, and the, the Toronto guys knew what they wanted to extract. But they've all done their due diligence you don't think San Antonio's done their research on DeRozan and Pirtle? You don't think Masai and Bobby have done their research on Danny Green and Kawhi and who the actors behind the scenes are, particularly with Kawhi? I mean, they know where the bodies are buried. These guys, it's what they do for a living. I mean, you know, so to me, the fact, I haven't heard Kawhi Leonard say that. So some reporter saying that is probably the same reporter that said, it was a slam dunk that Paul George would go to L.A. this summer, and that report is wrong. So I feel comfortable with the fact that when this guy gets to play in Toronto and experiences a year under his belt, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think people, when they think about, oh, I have to cross the 49th, uh, it's, it's Canada. Ugh. But well, uh, Toronto's you know, a different but, you know, deal. I, with this, I, you know, I'm, I, just, I don't know if this... You know, I just finished my 20th season. I guess this is the start of my 21st season. And there's a lot of ignorance out there, DT. And there's a lot of people out there that think that, you know, people in Toronto live in igloos and it snows 365 days a year. I mean, they're clueless. But the opportunity that when they have a chance to finally spend time here and have a chance to really get to know what the market's about, it's one of the great markets in the NBA. So to me, mm-hmm. I feel very confident if, if I'm a salesman and, and I'm recruiting and trying to retain a player, if I'm Masai Ujiri, I'm like, hey, my situation's as good as anybody else's, and I'll, you know, I'll stack it up here. Maybe the Lakers have banners and Toronto doesn't, but beyond that, uh, you know, let's let's bring it on. And I like this. This is like, hey, they're going for it. And you know, again, when you look at John Tavares signing with the Leafs, I think that's awesome. It's bold. Go for it. Yeah. And I think we're in the business of trying to win. So let's let's swing for the fences here. I think the perception of Canada plays in the Raptors in the Raptors' favor with a guy like Kawhi because he does not want any attention. Like he's got a shoe deal with the Jordan brand. Uh, they were negotiating a new one. They said, "Hey, we need you to do more PR." He said, "I don't want to." He does not want to. He doesn't want to talk to the media. He doesn't want cameras on him. And you know, I mean, you know what happens on ESPN when the rat when it's anything involving the Raptors? Nothing, because they're talking about the Lakers and they're talking about LeBron. They don't talk about the Raptors. This is perfect. He could. I mean, at least to the American world, he could hide. And I think for Kawhi, that's exactly what he wants. He well, would find it here in Toronto. Well, DT, you know, and, and on the other hand, we're, we're a national brand. Mm-hmm. You know, all across Canada. I Best mean, of both worlds. It, it's a big deal. And uh, I think, you know, he hasn't lived that and experienced that. Go to training camp in Vancouver and play an exhibition game in Montreal where those games are preseason games that are sold out. And, you know, the excitement of the ACC and, 
you know, and, and in a conference where he's going to have a legitimate chance uh, if everything goes right to get to the NBA Finals. I mean, there's a lot of good competition in the conference. It's no slam dunk by any means. But, you know, and, and on the other side of it, you have the U.S. Uh, media machine, a.k.a. ESPN, that obviously for their own benefit wants a super team in L.A. because they've been, they're part of the investment of nine years, $24 billion U.S. In a, in a TV deal. They want maximum ratings and eyeballs in the big markets. So, of course, they're going to say and do everything possible to try to influence either directly or indirectly the movement of players to markets that benefit their investment. So at the end of the day, uh, Paul George was part of that as well, and he decided to stay in Oklahoma City. So I think if you're Sam Presti uh, and you're looking at this deal in Oklahoma City right now, you're saying, I was inside Masai Ujiri's head, uh, and I can, relate, I can relate to what he did. And again, you fire the NBA head coach, the coach of the year. You know you got to be a little bold. You're, you're you're making a statement that you you want another notch, whether that's a correct decision or incorrect decision. That's not here for debate right now. The debate is, are you going for it or not? And I feel like he is, and I like it. Yeah, he's shooting his shot. You love to see it. I, I got thirty seconds, Jack. Will the Raptors be better in the regular season than they were last year? Will they go further in the playoffs than they did last year? Two questions there. I don't. I, I won't I hold you to anything. I no, won't hold I, you to anything. It's going to be really difficult to win fifty-nine games again. I think the East is going to be better, even though LeBron's not around. I think they'll be better balanced. So I don't think they'll be as good, but I think they're going to be much better equipped. By the time April 15th rolls around and the coaching of Nick Nurse and the familiarity, when, when that all works itself through, and if they're healthy April 15th and beyond, I'm, I feel very confident that this group can play with anybody in the conference for a chance to win the East and go to the NBA Finals. Jack, I'm so happy about this. I'm kissing, I'm kissing Masai, and next time I see you, you're getting a giant bear hug. I'm so happy about this move. <laughs> All right, DT, my pleasure. All right, Jack Armstrong, our great NBA analyst, a Raptors analyst, uh, joining us here on Toronto Today to talk about Kawhi Leonard. We're going to keep talking Kawhi Leonard.